Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You are about to enter the world of the skeptically unknown. Shadow people, unknown entities, unexplained paranormal phenomena, and much more. This is Forever Haunted. Welcome to Forever Haunted where we like to discuss the unexplained and unsolved. I'm Levi Jensen. And I'm Eva Evans. In today's episode of Forever Haunted, we explore the limp mansion and the ghosts that reside, Alyssa Lamb and her insanely curious mystery, as well as two ghost phone calls, one about the Lafayette Hotel, and one about a suicide ghost house. Enjoy! Want to hear something specific? Have a ghost story you want to share? You want to make a comment that's aired on the show? Then you can contact us at foreverhauntedpodcast at gmail.com or contact us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash foreverhauntedpodcast. me and my buddies, uh, I was probably about 16 or so at the time, me and my buddies went out in the desert, and we're climbing hills, it's summertime, it's probably, you know, after midnight, you know, as the saying goes, uh, nothing good happens after midnight, and that was probably true, but uh, we were going up and down hills all night long, and then we went up this hill, and it wasn't even that big of a hill, you know, it was just like a, you know, maybe four or five feet tall of a hill a little mound, I guess you'd call it. And we went to go up this mound, and all of a sudden, uh, the truck just dies. And we're like, what? So we try to get it started up again, and we roll back down, and then we, and it's running fine, and we go to go up the hill again, nothing, it dies. And so the next time, we get going up the hill a third time, and my buddy's just got the, the truck, like, floored. And the truck's running and going up the hill, but it felt like something was pulling us back. Like, and there's nobody out there but us. 
And it just felt like something, almost like there was a giant magnet out there somewhere that was pulling the truck back and not letting the truck go. Because we had been climbing hills the whole day, taller than the one that we were going up and had no issues. And then all of a sudden that one just kind of stayed there and it wouldn't let us let us move or nothing. Weird. And then we went, yeah, we went back and climbed other hills just fine. But every, when we were, every time we were going over this one hill, it just wouldn't let us go over it. Don't know what the deal was. A couple other crazy things, I guess. Well, not really crazy, but uh, say uh, there's supposedly ghosts. I stayed in that at a house one time, and supposedly there was a ghost that uh, was attached to this room because the guy who, who used to sleep in the room committed suicide. And you could see, you could see where they patched up the wall, the sheetrock or whatever, where the bullet hole was or whatever. I spent the night there and didn't have any problems with it. So, but there was other people that would refuse to spend the night in that room because they said they heard stuff. So, I don't know. I've had a few weird things happen to me, but you know, I don't know if I, it's just because uh, I don't try to let that shit scare me. But you know, there's some, been some weird things that happened, I guess. So we've talked about several haunted houses, but this one I think is super exciting. It's in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, do go on. The 33-room home was built in the 1860s by William Lemp, a successful brewery owner who ended up killing himself in 1904 after the youngest of his four sons, Frederick, died. A few years later, his wife also died of cancer in the house. Then in 1922, William Lemp Jr. shot himself in the same room William Sr. killed himself. It's a lot of crazy shit for one house. As if that were enough tragedy for one place, in 1949, Charles Lemp, William's third son, shot his dog in the basement of the home and then killed himself in his room. That same year, the house was sold and transformed into a boarding house where reports of hauntings began. According to Destination America, witnesses have experienced burning sensations and slamming doors. And today, the Lent Mansion is a restaurant and inn that also holds events. On Sunday night, the inn hosts a murder mystery dinner. <gasps> I know. That's pretty what? cool. Well, sounds like we need to add that to our road trip bucket list. I know, right? And 33 rooms. So... You know how we talked about uh, Lysa Lamb before, you know, her strange schmidt happened? Yes, I do. Where we had a debate about if she was murdered or disappeared or committed suicide. Yeah. Well, I figured that we could next talk about the Cecil House. Okay, let's do that. More cursed than haunted in downtown L.A.'s, Hotel Cecil got such a bad rap that it actually changed its name to Stay on Main. Now, if you're a true crime and paranormal superfan, you're likely already heard of it. Now, where to begin? Uh, so many bad things have happened there. There's literally an entire Wikipedia page dedicated to its violent history. That's true. The first recorded death by suicide was in 1931, followed by a long string of similar deaths in 1932, 34, 37, 38, oh, and 340. At some point in the 30s, one man was pinned to the exterior wall by a truck. I mean, well, it was the Great Depression, so what do you expect? Sounds very brutal. A woman murdered her newborn in the building in 1944, and the pattern of suicides continued into the 60s. In 1962, a woman jumped from the ninth floor window and landed on a pedestrian, killing them both. And it's worth noting that two of the women who died by suicide apparently jumped while their husbands were asleep in the room. That's odd. 
totally worth sticking around those guys, apparently. Mm. In 1964, Tenant Goldie Osgood was brutally murdered, a crime which has remained unsolved. And next, in the 80s, the infamous serial killer Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, stayed at the hotel. And in the 1990s, Austrian serial killer Jack Unterweege, or however you pronounce that name, he also lived there. Other weird things kept happening, but the weirdest is definitely the disappearance and death of the 21-year-old traveler, Eliza Lamb. A few weeks after Lamb went missing, her body was discovered in the rooftop water tank after visitors and tenants complained about a funky taste. That's the gross part. And Rhea was drinking and bathing in her dead body water for a couple a while. weeks. Yeah, and that's just why didn't anybody contact maintenance? They just they let her... apparently they did. Just after Way a too late. Bit. I mean, after they already imbibed a bunch of poisonous... Gra- anyway, yeah. They later found odd footage of her in the elevator from the night of her disappearance, and it's difficult to make out what she's doing. It looks like she's either playing hide-and-seek with someone outside the elevator, or she was frightened and attempting to hide from someone, but the doors, they didn't seem to shut. Authorities ruled the death accidental drowning, but because you need a key to access the roof, many suspect foul play. Hence our debate for a while. We had a quite a debate about it yes we did yes we did indeed yes i think it was like a half hour long debate <laughs> something in that yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. yeah. We it's still just ep- odd that for episode. sure but i know that if i'm ever in los angeles again which i go sometimes i will not be staying there no matter how broke i am because i heard that it's actually a budget hotel now and that's why um i think it's actually pronounced Alyssa lamb not eliza lamb but Alyssa. Oh, okay. um why Alyssa actually stayed there. She was vacationing there, and it was a really cheap option. Hey, that means I might be able to afford it. Nice. And, of course, you know, I'd stay there because, well, it's me. Mm-hmm. I have no fear of these things. And, of course, that would be your response. Yeah. Could I really dear. expect any less? Well, no, no, no. Actually, there's also a mini-series about the Cecil Hotel on information discovery, and I've watched it. I love information discovery. I love true crime. And I also really like haunted stuff. So that's one of my channels. But you should check it out. It's really good. It's a mini-series, so it's only three or four episodes, but it's pretty creepy. And now we have a spooky story about a haunted hotel. Oh, do go on. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hotel in Marietta, Ohio. At the time, I really knew nothing about this hotel or its stories in the past. You know, everyone said it was kind of old and cool. I actually got a room on the third floor and had to go through kind of like a winding hallway to get there. You know, I decided to go to bed. You know, I'm kind of a light sleeper already. And, you know, at 3 a.m., I woke up and, you know, the room was cold. It's like it wasn't something, you know, definitely colder than when I went to sleep. I could actually see my breath, thought that maybe the air conditioner was broken or something. But, you know, I checked it, and the air conditioner was off, so a little bizarre. So I was just like, well, you know, it's an old building, and, you know, figured something might not always work right, so I just kind of went back to sleep. 
you know, I was laying there when, you know, all of a sudden I felt like a pressure on my body. It was like pushing me into the mattress. You know, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, you know, it, it was like I couldn't even talk. It was like it took the breath from me. You know, and after a minute or two, it was like the weight, you know, kind of disappeared. And I checked around the room, but there was like nothing. It was like I was alone and I really didn't understand what was going on. I was kind of freaked out. It took me a little while to kind of calm down a bit, but I went back to bed. And that's when I heard a loud knock on the door. You know, I looked in the hallway and, you know, looked both directions and there was nobody. You know, at this point, I'm just kind of like, what the hell is going on? Am I just hearing things? Am I, you know, what's up? But, you know, I went back to bed again, sat down, and there was a hard wrap on the window. You know, I looked through the curtain, saw that nothing was there. And, you know, being the fact that I was, you know, on the third floor, I, I just didn't understand how anything other than a tree could be hitting it. But, you know, there, there wasn't a tree out there. So, you know, nothing happened the rest of the night. So I figured, you know, maybe it was just my imagination playing tricks on me. You know, the next morning at breakfast, I was telling my colleague what happened, and the waitress asked what I was talking about, because she heard, kind of overheard what I was, what we were saying, and I told her what, what I had heard in my room, and she asked if whatever it was sat on my chest, and said no, it was on my back, and she says it must have been on my stomach, and that happens all the time. You know, I was freaked out throughout the day, as, you know, more people at my show, you know, told me their stories. You know, it seemed like there was a lot of stuff going on there, and I was like, you know, kind of was like, how the heck is all this stuff happening to all these people? Maybe it wasn't just me. You know, I talked to a woman in our office who went to college in Marietta, and when I mentioned the Lafayette Hotel, she said, oh yeah, it's, you know, the most haunted place she's ever been to. You know, and I was like, oh crap, you know, I may have had an experience myself, and, you know, maybe if someone's not afraid, you know, you may want to stay there and see what happens to you. So, Levi... Yes? I have a really creepy one for you. Bring it. This guy drank acid to kill himself, and now the house is rumored to be haunted. (laughs) Are you excited? Super intrigued. Bring it on. It is a murder mansion in Los Angeles. During the mid-20th century, this large home was seemingly a happy home for Dr. Harold Harrelson and his family. Until the horrific night of December 6, 1959, when he murdered his wife in her sleep, with a ball-peen hammer and attempted to murder his three children before drinking acid to kill himself. Fortunately, his eldest daughter let out a scream when he struck her in the head, waking up the younger children, who then walked into the hallway to find what was going on, and during the commotion, they were able to flee. Before the murder-suicide, he was a successful doctor who invented a new type of syringe after investing most of the money into its research and production. And then he got screwed out of his rights and lost most of his money, and investigators blame financial problems for the murders. Other creepy details include a passage of Dante's Divine Comedy was left open on his bedside table. Two years later, it was sold to the Enrique's family, who used it as a storage unit, and their son continued to do so until he sold it a couple in 2016 who had plans to fix it up, but it seems it actually scared them off because within a few years, they sold it really fast. Photographers have tried to go take pictures of the house and report a feeling of needing to run away before taking photos. What do you think about that? <sighs> There's a lot to unpack there, but I'm sure about the photographer's assumptions that they, they get the weird feelings. Yeah, I'm, that just sounds made up. I mean, they're probably just trying to hype stuff to sell more pictures or articles or whatever they're there for. And I'm curious to know what kind of 
acid he was trying to drink. Medical doctor? It didn't really say. Mm. So not going to be hydrofluoric because that's gonna, even though it's corrosive, it's going to be weak. Probably hydrochloric because that one's that's a pretty strong acid. Yeah, but still, I mean, like they get strange feelings. There's no way to really confirm any of that. They can just make their claims, and that's just what it is, and that's all we can really go on. And uh, the, there, there can be different things for that. There could be ro- low resonance sound. We don't hear them, but yet we can still have uh, interactions from them or reactions to them. A low frequency sound can uh, cause you to feel like there's a weight on your shoulders, like there's something behind you. They still exist in space and time, so could be something like that that just makes them uneasy. Our subconscious doesn't really know how to deal with it. Consciousness, for that matter. Just probably some low resonance sounds. Well, I agree that it would be hard to prove that a feeling of just needing to run away. Fight or flight's kicking in. But, I mean, oh, sounds like they're just trying to make it spooky, I guess. Yeah. yeah, sell more articles or what are they doing. Get a better name for themselves so they can be a more uh, renowned photographer and artist. Actually, I really do think it's depressing how when people have financial problems, they just seem to go crazy and murder themselves or take their wife or their children with them. Well, depression's a thing. Sad. Yeah, well, and uh, we built a society off of... Uh, currency, which when you look at it objectively, it's nothing more than imposed imaginary value on an inanimate object, and we've indoctrinated ourselves to hold it in higher regard than life and principle. And so when your entire upbringing is brought up on this idealism that money is greater than all, and when you have a shortage of it because, well, (laughs) greed and corruption are common things. Or in this case, he put his entire life into this. And he's going to super crazy. And besides, uh, it could have been all sorts of other mitigating circumstances. It could have just been a nutball natural. Why would you rationalize, I must kill my family and then myself? With acid, of all ways. Right? Yeah. That's a slow and painful way to go. And you better use the right acid. Otherwise, you're just going to be causing a lot of scar tissue and ruining things and still surviving. Gross. Yeah, not, not pleasant at all. Mm-hmm. No. No, no, no. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Levi. Yeah? Do you like recommendations? Uh, what kind of recommendations? Like for movies, books, TV shows, podcasts, or YouTube channels, that kind of thing. Yeah, I find them helpful sometimes. Why, are we sharing one? Yeah, I felt like sharing some with the listeners due to the current state of the world. Well, by well then, by all means, enlighten us with your recommendations. So I have a couple book recommendations for today. The first is Winter World, and that's by A.G. Riddle, and it's like a disaster end of the world kind of book. Also, another disaster recommendation is a new book called The End of October, which is just coming out. I think they only have the signed copies out at the moment, but it's by Lawrence Wright. And the last recommendation is a ghost book by Darcy Coates called Craven Manor, which is pretty spooky too. 
Well, that's all we have for you today with our podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And we hope that you are staying safe out there with the current conditions. It's been a week. It's been a month. It's been a year. It's been a century already. Levi? Yes? Do you like bloopers? Certainly! Should we share some bloopers with our listeners? (laughs) Yeah! Did it? Fake. Oh my gosh. Did it. Oh, you frustrating. You can totally break down crime stuff. So... That's just the stuff I can think of off the top of my head. So... What's that noise mean? Finger guns! Am I supposed to act like I got hit? No. Did I buy it? That's that's a no-go as well. I didn't pay for it. Let's get sleep-deprived and hallucinate a shitload. So he kind of didn't take his meds today. What meds? I don't think I'm supposed to take them. No! Far is what comes next, God, Mom. Let's go down that road, Alice. But, but we likes them. We really likes them, Precious. I'm sticking to the script. Is there anything else you'd like to share, Levi, before we end the show? I was good, my little dude. <laughs> Say it over again. Okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Serious take. Take 25. Point 0.3. Want to hear something specific? story you want to share. You want to make a comment here on the show? Contact us at... Okay, I'll do it seriously. Show I have that on record now. You're screwed. What the record, Dirk? Dip. They might fly around the room like a balloon. Fart circles. Mm, cut. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Take 256.3. Here you go. But he did say something interesting. Proofread your own shit. Oh, there was plenty. Just highly inappropriate. Oh, dear. Well, I would like to say that if you have any good true crime stories that you've heard about, definitely shoot us an email because I love that kind of stuff and I wouldn't mind sharing some of it on here. And I'll be sure to break it apart. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.